This is Mindful Medicine with Dr. Holly Lucille on Radio MD. Radio MD. Here's Melanie Cole. Are there some reasons that your thyroid medicine isn't working? Of course, our guest is going to tell us why today. She's Dr. Holly Lucille, nationally recognized and licensed naturopathic doctor and very brilliant woman. So, Doc Holly, tell us about some reasons, and they gave us a number again, seven of them, oh. why your thyroid medication <laughs> might not be working. What First, tell the listeners first, please. What are thyroid medications intended to do, and what are some of the most common ones people are on? Oh. Start there. Okay, well, these are, this is from, from our friends at Green Med Info. Um, so thyroid medication, so your thyroid gland itself uh, makes thyroid hormone, okay? Mostly actually T4, and it does this by uh, combining, uh, combining tyrosine with iodine, okay? So T4 is tyrosine with four iodine molecules, and then it has to be pretty much uh, one of those iodine molecules has to be uh, shaved off in something called peripheral conversion, and then you have your active form of thyroid called T3. So the most um, popular thyroid medication is Synthroid, which is just T4, so your body needs to convert it, okay, into T3. That's the active one. That's the gas, all right? The, the T4 just... So you've got that, or there are um, porcine derivatives, so they, people call them more natural. They're natural for pigs, um, not... <laughs> I would say natural, but that's a little bit of T4 and T3 mixed in, and then you can get it compounded. But what these medications are meant to do is if somebody's thyroid is under-functioning, okay, your thyroid is all about your metabolism, you've got low metabolism across the board, so we're trying to offer some support. Now, a lot of problems, though. People think, oh, my thyroid medication isn't working. I should just increase the dose. Wrong, wrong, wrong. The devil is in the details. The thyroid, we need to figure out why it's not working first. Do you have an undiagnosed autoimmune disease called Hashimoto's? Probably. Here's the deal. You've got to ask your doctor to test for your antibodies. They're called TPO and TGB, thyroglobulin. And Now, the doctor might say, well, it doesn't matter if they're high. You're just going to be on Synthroid anyway. You need to get another doctor because if you have an autoimmune disease, we need to address that disease because if it's not addressed, it's going to continue on and your ovaries will then perhaps be attacked, or another gland. So that is extremely important. All right. So that's number one. So maybe another reason why your thyroid medication is that your your receptor sensitivity is low, okay? You know, like insulin resistance, it doesn't mean that you don't have enough insulin. It just means that your receptor sites are sort of resistant. Well, a lot of this can happen because of inflammation, okay? It can, and who doesn't have sort of skin inflammation and inflammation in our modern day, it dulls the sensitivity of the receptors. So that could be that you've got a nice ball of T3 waiting to get in, but it's just not really being uptaked enough, all right? So that could be a reason. You have poor thyroid hormone conversion. The number one reason why you can't convert to T4 to T3 is, guess what, insomnia. How many people have a problem sleeping? Oh, other, so many. Yeah, other estrogen dominance. So if you're on hormone therapies like the birth control pill or other hormone supports or your own body's uh, estrogens that are not being detoxified very well through your liver, that could be contributing to if you're just on T4 like Synthroid, you're not converting into T3 and you're not feeling better. If your doctor simply just goes and increases that medication, it's like putting... um, I would say gas into a dirty gas tank. Wow. Inside. Yep. All right. Boy, you sure explain this good. Keep going. All right. You have high reverse T3 levels. Now, reverse T3 is normal. T4 goes into T3 and reverse T3. 
but reverse T3 is inactive. We have it biologically in our body, and it will take up the receptor site where your, your, your active thyroid hormone is if you are under stressful situations, okay? Um, you're, it, basically, this is your metabolism here. Your body is like, okay, how you doing? Do you a little, need a little bit more? Do you need less? You know, are you coffee and Krispy Kreme every morning? Um, are you, uh, you know, 16 hours a day? Well, your body is, na- is naturally going to go, wow, I'm not getting nutrients in. Uh, she, you know, she's just burning the candle. I'm going to start slowing things down. Hopefully she'll pay attention and she'll take a nap. Hopefully she'll pay attention and she'll eat a little bit of food. But what happens is we drive our own body to basically start slowing us down. Okay, so reverse T3 is going to show that, and you're going to think, oh, I just need more energy. I need more thyroid medication. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Your brain will detect it. It will increase something called thyrobinding globulin. It will bind up your medication that you're going to increase, and your, your, your binding proteins will get elevated, and you're really going to be in deep trouble, and I see it happen all the time. Um, reason number five, you have stressed brain thyroid communication, Okay. So basically, your thyroid is just, it's like a relay race. Um, and if there's stress and autoimmune responses and inflammation, uh, it, it is stressing that thyroid and it gets confused for the most part. It gets lazy. I see this a lot when people have a stressful pregnancy where it's kind of a flip that gets tripped and it just doesn't get tripped back. And we start seeing this low thyroid function. And so that could be a reason. Look Pat, look back for the past six months of your life, and I want you to rate yourself on a scale of one to ten. Where have your stressors been? If it's anywhere above five for a long period of time, this might be the reason. Um, selenium deficiency. Your selenium, I mean, your thyroid is ex- extremely dependent on selenium. And in our conventionally farmed soils, get it, guess what is extremely deficient? That beautiful trace mineral called selenium. It is a micronutrient that is essential for thyroid hormone conversion. And you can do, I always sometimes do a blood uh, selenium level just to see if that's what's happening when people have underfunctioning thyroid and we're not able to spark it back up. Right. Wow, this is so interesting. And more, more and more people, as you see out there, have these things that don't even know it. So I know you want to get to the last couple of them, but just, uh, you know, to the last one, actually. But tell us a little bit about how people know. Well, the, the way that you know is that, you know, a lot of times when you increase thyroid medication, some, some people might feel better for a little bit, and then guess what? You just start, and then that's when you're like, oh, I just need more, I just need more. Listen, I a lot of times say medicine is not rocket science, okay? You change your diet, lifestyle things, you allow your body to heal, you get the obstacles out of the way of our inherent self-healing process, and guess what? Not rocket science, all right? In endocrinology or our hormone system, especially with thyroid, the devil is in the details. There is so much to think about, and you've got to have a good practitioner to help you put these pieces together. The thyroid is like a relay race. You've got your brain involved. You've got cellular communication back to your brain. You've got what's happening at the gland itself. You've got this peripheral conversion. You know, you you think about the Olympics and and the women running a, a really tight 440. Well, if they drop the baton, you know, that's where, well, this is how we have to ask ourselves around thyroid function. Where along this relay race have we dropped the baton? Is it at the, is it a nutritional deficiency? Is it that there's, let's say your gut is messed up and you've got endotoxins from candida 
that is competing for your thyroid receptors. You know, tons of things to think about. I would say go see a good naturopathic doctor who uh, you can go to naturopathic.org and click on find an ND, and they'll be able to help you figure this out. The last one, Melanie, guess what? Medication, some of them, your thyroid medication, they contain... Uh, gluten and yeah, that's so weird. And you yep. only have thirty seconds, but yep. that is the weirdest one. Ingredients as well, like corn and dairy. So make sure you know what how your medication is being um, prepared, how it's being manufactured, what are some of the excipients. Okay, uh, very important because you could be allergic to it, and then that's not that's pretty much pushing sand against the tide. We should say. Wow, such great information and so well spoken and put because you can really understand when Dr. Holly explains these things, she really explains them in a way that, you know, even I can understand. So if I'm understanding it, I'm sure you are too. And if you missed any of it and you want to listen to it again, because she and I kind of go fast back and forth, we're like a West Wing episode or something, you can listen anytime on demand or on the go at RadioMD.com. Remember, Dr. Holly's on every Tuesday with us. So listen in and learn something. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks for listening and stay well.